Would you pray with me? Loving God, we have heard the teachings of the prophets. Help us now to take this wisdom into our hearts. Guide our speaking and listening with your Holy Spirit. Fill us with your fire and devotion and remind us that we are yours. Amen. Hear again these words from Jeremiah. I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. No longer will they teach one another or say to one another, know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest. My piano teacher used to say, you never really know anything until you know it by heart. I wasn't a very good piano player. In fact, I was a terrible piano player and a lazy student. Most of the time, she just kindly told me I was only memorizing things and I didn't really know them. But there was one song in my whole seven-year career for which Mrs. Daly did give me the nod. She hated that song, but I insisted on playing it. It was a song only someone in junior high could love, and I'm a little embarrassed to tell you what it was. It was a ballad called Beth by the rock group KISS. I remember the day Mrs. Daly came to our house to visit my mother, and I was at the piano playing it. She stood in the hallway and waited for me to finish. And without a single snide remark about my taste in music, she said to me, now that's what it means to play by heart. This one you'll know forever. And I do. It would take me a little while to find the right keys, but it's all there. All I have to do is sit down and close my eyes, and it is still right there inside me. The prophet Jeremiah had many tough things to say to the people of Israel and Judah, and almost every one of them involved his disdain for the externals of religion. Too much focus on surface things and outward appearances and unjust structures. Jeremiah desperately wanted people to shift their focus from the outer to the inner, to the inner spirit, inner knowledge, and inner conscience. The hope of Jeremiah was not that someday the people would have a lot of information about God, but rather that they would know God, they would be in relationship with God, a deep, abiding, tender, intimate friendship with God from the least of them to the greatest. And this kind of heart knowledge would be the basis for their personal decisions and their communal decisions as well. Jeremiah knew that the biggest decisions in our lives and in our society come from within. The repair of the world 
declared Jeremiah, will come when human decisions grow out of intimacy with God. What are the things you know by heart? Who are the people you know by heart? How is it they get inside of you? How do things get inside of us? One way they get inside of us is by use. Remember when we used to know phone numbers and addresses and birthdays and recipes and songs because we used them all the time? What is outside knowledge over time becomes inside knowledge. I'll never forget the first time I was asked to lead worship in a nursing home in Santa Barbara. I made the mistake of writing a sermon, big mistake. Nobody there wanted to hear my words. They wanted to hear the things they already knew inside. They wanted to sing about amazing grace and blessed assurance and the friendship of Jesus. They wanted to read about green pastures and still waters and looking to the hills and not being afraid. In the very same way, if you asked a teenager what is the most helpful for their spiritual life, most will tell you it is music. Music that is played over and over and over and over again. I know, I have lived with teenagers. They listen over and over again to it until it gets into their heart. And on my best days as a minister with teenagers, I remember this. It's not about information. It is about the heart and the relationship. One way things get inside of us is by years and years of use. That's why the spiritual life is called a practice. Sometimes God creeps into our hearts over time. But another way things get inside of us is actually by risk-taking. At some point or another, each of us has to take the risk of playing something without the written music. Actually, all the really important things in life are played without the music. We get married without all the facts. We have children when we don't even know what we don't know. We become Christians before we really know what it even means. Part of how we know things is by trying it. Call it risky, call it impulsive, maybe call it a leap of faith. If we don't do it, we'll never know what we know. We know things by using them and practicing them. We know things also by risking them. But sometimes, things come into our hearts by pure gift. Sometimes the knowledge we need in our hearts about ourselves or our world is put there by the action of others. Sometimes we can't know it by ourselves. We need the help of others. It's called grace. Marianne Bird wrote a memoir called The Whisper Test in which she talks about this kind of grace. Marianne suffered many physical deformities that caused her to be made fun of as a child. 
but her book title refers to the fact that she was deaf in one ear and each year dreaded the hearing test they had to take in school. This is what she writes. The teacher would call each child forward. The child covered one ear, then the other, and the teacher whispered a simple verse or phrase, the sky is blue, or you have new shoes. I could not hear in one ear and did everything possible, including cheating, to minimize attention to my disability. I hated the whisper test. One year, my teacher was Miss Leonard whom every child loved. The day came for the dreaded whisper test. I cupped my ear and Miss Leonard leaned forward. I waited for those words, which God must have put in her mouth. Those seven words that changed my life. Miss Leonard did not say, the sky is blue or you have new shoes. What she whispered was, I wish you were my little girl. There is a very interesting twist at the end of Jeremiah's words to the people in exile. Listen to them again. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. How is it that the people will know God? They will know God because they will experience God's forgiveness and mercy. They will know God through an act of grace. No longer will people have to teach about me, says the Lord, because they will feel my forgiveness. When they know this, God says, they will know me, the real me. Wow. Over and over and over again this summer, in the parables of Jesus and in the stories of the prophets, we have heard one resounding message. You heard it last week from God's interaction with Jonah, and here it is again from Jeremiah. If you want to know God, really know God in your heart, open yourself to God's forgiveness and mercy. Receive it. Then you will know who this God really is. Knowing God and following Jesus is one of the hardest things you and I will ever try to do. An internal faith and a heart of wisdom often seem just beyond our grasp. It takes a lifetime of practice and a lot of risk. But the promise of Jeremiah, the promise of God, the promise of Jesus is that all this heart work isn't our work alone. God seeks us too. At times, God speaks to our hearts and whispers what we need so desperately to hear and grants to us a knowledge that we cannot give to ourselves. Amen.